All right. I'm starting early because I have a new microphone that I need to test out. Five minutes early is not that bad. I'm also a little eager to get into this. Um, I see people are in the chat. Thank you for tuning in, guys. Okay. Confirmation. Taking the headphones off. What's going on, guys? How's it going? Happy Thursday night. Thank you for tuning in. Um, this is live stream 15. Uh, I'm titling it Sin because I'm going to be talking about the uh, lovely subject that everyone wants to hear talked about, <laughs> which is Sin. Um, let me start as always by just saying, um, as always, uh, faith, loyalty, hope. Make those three things just an important aspect of your life and good things will follow blessings will rain down it's seems almost too easy <laughs> it seems almost too easy to be believable but it's so true if you really just focus on first and foremost holding holding and maintaining the faith and you know secondly just being loyal and honest in your actions and up, upholding your contracts and your oaths and just always staying hopeful and optimistic about the future and about your life good things will happen like blessings will just rain down on you <laughs> it's crazy it's so crazy how it works out but um it does um little life update before i get into my game plan my little uh, i'm gonna do some reading today guys so sorry if you don't like if you like your live streamers to be only off the cuff i'm gonna be doing some reading here um but i did put a lot of thought and effort and meaning into it so it's not just BS. <laughs> it's not just copy and paste it. It's a lot of my own real true thoughts and a lot of what I've been learning and recognizing in my life and just what I've been learning in like Bible study classes. Um, but first off, I'm no longer homeless. I'm now in an apartment. I got my own apartment. You can see I got a candle. I'm fancy. I got candles. Uh, I'm not fancy though because I have like laundry baskets. <laughs> holding my clothes in the background uh sleeping on an air mattress on the floor so i don't really have furniture yet um i still honestly to be perfectly honest i kind of miss being homeless and sleeping in my car there was something like oddly humbling and fulfilling feeling about it um i don't know just that simple living of not having material possessions and um, going to sleep with you know not enough room and a little bit cold you know like tucking yourself in the blankets and just praying and being appreciative for being alive and just being given opportunities to work hard and not being blessed with material possessions and material comforts. Um, there was something really fulfilling in my soul about it. I almost kind of now feel guilty that I have an apartment, even though it's tiny and small and I have like laundry baskets. I'm not bad at like angling the laundry baskets here with my clothes. <laughs> um, but I got a candle, guys. Do you see my candle right there? It smells good. It's pumpkin spice flavor. It smells delicious. I also have a vanilla candle. So, uh, fucks with me, you know? Fucks with me, ladies. I got candles. <laughs> um, <laughs> little update before I get started. Um,. As always, hit me up in the chat room, guys. Um, as I go, if you have questions about what I'm saying or if you have questions for me you want answered or if you have, like, um, criticisms or corrections, just hit in the chat. Um, type it in the chat box here on DLive. And um, I'll try to be better about addressing them as I go. Uh, I see that some people are here, so um, 
shout out Bearserker and uh, Jerusha and anyone else that's here watching. Um, thanks for tuning in. Just shoot me questions and comments and I'll get to them. Um, if there's a lot, I'll get to them at the end. <laughs> but uh, as of right now, just um, I'll try to get to them as I, as I go. If you are correcting me or giving me advice. Um, but yeah, in general, I've been so blessed lately. Just, you know, moved to Nashville. I thought, honestly, that it would take a while for me to settle in and adjust. I thought it would take a while for me to find a place to live in. Obviously, that's not the case. I thought I would have to work crappy, meaningless jobs just to make rent, just to just to build myself up, and that couldn't have been more wrong. I found a beautiful job at a beautiful church, and already looking at maybe getting promoted soon after like a month and a half, <laughs> and it's just been such a blessing and amazing, and um, working hard, and it's all paying off um, tenfold. And that same church has just been unbelievably welcoming. The people there have been really just genuinely nice and informative and welcoming and you know just arms wide open embraces and uh, I'm already on my way to becoming a member there I'm going to be baptized there I've never been baptized so I'm going to be baptized at this church um, in the next in the coming months and I've found friends I thought I wouldn't have friends in this town I thought I would just have to be like uh focusing on online stuff for a while <laughs> you know kind of maybe awkwardly trying to get friends in my life over you know a few months time and it's been a month and a half and I feel like I've already found like some ride or die homies and some really good friends and um I'm just been so blessed in that regard uh God just really put me in the right place at the right time and I thank him so much for it. I thank him every night for it. <laughs> it's amazing, guys. Faith, loyalty, hope. Trust the plan, and he will reward you. It's so real. Um, but yeah, I mean, all is going well. Life is amazing. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I got podcast streams have been amazing. Um, these live streams, um, I know it's turned some of you away, and off <laughs> of me lately um, obviously not you if you're watching this but some people that used to be longtime fans and friends of uh, not really but taken too well to my new life and my new journey and the streams I've been making lately so bye adios I guess um, but I also have been rewarded with just amazing friends and um, connections um, the I have new pen pals I'm doing handwritten letters to and with. Um, I've had a lot of people reach out and compliment me on what I've been doing lately and a lot of people asking really meaningful questions and a lot of people who've been considering, you know, reading the Bible for the first time have come to me with questions. Um, and it's all because of this. And it's been <laughs> such a rewarding feeling being able to help lead people to the truth. It really feels great. Um, and... Yeah, I just did some really good. I just put out a podcast yesterday. Um, it's on my channel right now um, with Steffi Cole, a uh, semi-famous internet personality, really good person in general, um, just a truly good person, really funny, really funny interview too. You can catch the video on my video stream, uh, bitshoot.com slash SeanVPlanet, or you can search for me on YouTube, SeanVPlanet is my channel name. You're going to have to really search for me correctly, though, because YouTube has shadow banned me. They uh, can't handle this heat. You know what I mean? They can't handle my candle and my laundry baskets. They can't handle this. They don't They don't want any of this. Um, 
So you do have to like type in my name correctly and kind of go out of your way to search for me on YouTube, but all is well. That satanic company can kiss my butt, you know, um, and suck my butt. <laughs> but yeah, I have just uh, next week I'm going to have a really good podcast coming out with two Liberty Boys, uh, Cotton Archist and Liberty Zero from the Dissecting Podcast. They had me on as a guest on their podcast, and then I had them on in mine. Both are hilarious. You can find me on their podcast um, by searching for Dissecting Liberty. Um, it's podcast only. And then next week, just be be on the lookout for finding their podcast on my channel, which you can find on Spotify, Podbean, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher, and YouTube, and maybe BitChute. I think I think I'm going to make a video out of it. Um, yeah, and just find all my content on all those pages and all those things and all the things and all the stuff and all the things. Uh, Sean B. Planner on everything. I'm not on Twitter anymore. I got kicked off, obviously, so you can find me on Instagram, Gab. I'm going to do more on Facebook, even though I hate Facebook. <laughs> I'm using it more for now. And, um, yeah, I interviewed Coddington, if you, all the Bears out there, all the Owen Benjamin fans and the Bear, Bear community out there. I'm sure are familiar with Coddington Bear, uh, Owen Benjamin's, like, right-hand man. If that's what you want to call him. Um, I interviewed him last night, and it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> He's really smart, really cool, and um, explains things really well and thoroughly. And we had a really good conversation about censorship and just about you know the battle of you know battling tech companies and whatnot. And um, it was a really good interview. It was really funny. I <laughs> at times kind of had to change topics because I'm too dumb to understand some of the things he was talking about, but. He's not only smart, he's hilarious, and that podcast will be out either next Friday or the Friday after that. And the last thing I wanted to say here was just that next week I'm going to be writing a blog and then reading the blog on my live stream. So live stream 16 next week is going to be my life story, my whole life story, and my testimony of how I've come to Christ in the last year. I'm going to, in like a half hour or so, and in an entire blog post, um, you're, you can find it on my website, seanvplanet.com. Um, I think it's going to be next Thursday or next Friday, my stream. Even though I stream every Thursday, I think I might be streaming next Friday. So I'll keep you guys in touch. Um, all the install, the social posts and all the whatever, blah, 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 and all that stuff. Um, you can hear my whole life story. I'm going to just read my whole life story. Every, every main event that's led me to where I am and who I am today. And just the last year of my life, which has just been everything flipped upside down in such a beautiful, blessed way. And just my testimony of how I repented for all of my sins and forgave people for what they did to me and began to apologize for what I did to them. And just in general, how I was saved, how the truth and the logos and the word of Christ, um, the truth about and the teachings of Christ led me to just being a better person and led me to a green pastures um so tune in next week i think it's gonna be next friday so i think plan on next friday night um that's when i'm going to be doing this or you can find the stream as always on my channels on BitChute and youtube or you're going to be able to find the text version of it on uh, my blog which you can find on my website um so yeah all that stuff aside this is live stream 15. I'm talking about sin, guys, so <laughs> get ready. <laughs> Brace for impact, guys. Um, I'm going to start reading um, kind of my prepared thoughts here. Uh, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. 
um, we've been talking about it in my church, but also just in general, having discussions with people in my church outside of um, Sundays um, in Bible study groups and just like when friends are getting together and discussing things. And just in general, just my life and things in my life and current events have led me to be thinking a lot lately about like degeneracy and sin and just overcoming and finding God's grace and God's blessings. Excuse me. Sorry. <laughs> Got to stop the burps. Got to stop the ums, the likes, and the burps. Sorry, guys. But let's get into it. Um, in general, the Bible is basically a big book of human failures. Um, from the very good beginning, from the beginning when everything was good, God was good, he made everything good, to the fall, <laughs> to, when we, <laughs> to when we rebelled and fell away from his good graces and what was good, to all of the story in Egypt, the you know, enslavement in Egypt, to the Exodus journey and being in the wilderness and lost and rejecting God in the wilderness, through all the stories of the judges and the multiple exiles in Babylon, to literally eventually crucifying the Savior that was sent to save us, <laughs> um, we fail. That is kind of just the story of the Bible is we fail. We constantly fail. And the moral of the story is learning how to not fail. How we now, looking back on the mistakes of our ancestors and looking back on the past and how horrible we had then, we learn from it. We use the knowledge and we understand what not to do and how to not fail. Um, but the Bible itself is basically just a collection of failures, stories and people who failed. Even still, our God loves and forgives us. He doesn't give up on us. He allows for rebellion and he allows for repentance. He created this place. He created us in his image. And all of it was good. It truly is good. He is good and all of us were good until Adam and Eve gave in to the temptation and rebelled against the Lord. Eve made the mistake of placing her trust in the serpent and she was made to help tend to the garden and rejected that calling. Adam fucked up more, however, by listening to her and abandoning his responsibility to protect and maintain God's garden. In general, the first man and the first woman fucked up. It's just the reality of the situation and the rest have just kind of learned to follow in their footsteps. Um, their rebellion and failure brought them shame and made us rebellious, distrusting, destructive, manipulative, lustful, and just in general um, filled with a sinful nature. We continue to this day to be tricked by the serpent. Um, it happens all around us. It's almost like he laughs in our faces at, time, at times. And um, even still, God gives us second chances. He waits for us patiently. He gives us second chances to find his kingdom on our own. He still loves us and he still provides for us. And he sent us his son to teach us and sacrifice for us. And yet we still choose to sin and reject living in his kingdom to this day. Um, I guess Berserker Bear, what's going on, my boy? Thanks for the lemons. I don't know how much that is because it's like fake money, but thank you. I appreciate it. Um, but let's talk about, I guess, just what in general sin is. I mean, like, the basic definition of sin means to fail. That's literally what it means. <laughs> Sinning is failing. It means, in general, in a secular sense, to miss the goal. 
We are still an image of God. Um, we are sacred beings who, who represent the Creator and deserve respect at all times. Sin is a failure to love God and a failure to love ourselves. By not treating each other and Him with the respect that they deserve, um, sinning against people is a sin against God. It's kind of the easiest, simplest way to put it. Um, we are called to love. <laughs> it's, very, it's pretty simple. Even Jesus clarified it when he came. Like, There's pretty much just two commandments. Love each other and love God. And when you do that, you find bliss. The anger, the fear, the trickery of the serpent, just it doesn't even take effect into you. It doesn't exist. It doesn't thrive in you. It just releases from your body. Um, just love truly love and respect each other all people all genders all environments that people were raised in just everything it really just boils down to rejecting the fear and the anger and embracing the love and showing the love to each other and most importantly showing the love to the one who created us with that sin is nearly impossible the problem is we fail to do this we truly fail to do this and when we fail the idea is or the goal is to repent, truly repent, humble yourself, learn from your mistakes, and forgive others for what they've done to you, for the lack of love they've shown you, and even still, just forgive them for that, and sh meet, meet their lack of love with almost an abundance and overbearing of love. Um, Kill them with kindness. <laughs> you know, kill them with love, kill them with kindness. Reject the fear and the anger. Which is basically just of Satan. I mean, fear and anger are basically just prayers to Satan. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, I mean, in general, we inherited a selfish, desireful, urge-driven nature where we act for our own benefit at the expense of others. Romans 6.6 6 says, we are slaves to sin. And I've been thinking about that a lot lately. We are slaves to sin. We are driven by our urges, by our desire for temporary pleasures. We give in to our lust urges. We cheat each other. We lie to each other. We fight each other. You know, and it's all because of anger and fear. It's all anger and fear. It's all a false sense of wanting security that's impossible to have in nature. Um, being jealous of each other, covetous of each other's things and possessions and status and power and not loving each other for it and not forgiving each other for what they've done to us or the lack of love they've shown to us um, it all enslaves us it enslaves us and it pulls us further away from God's kingdom uh, our failures destroy us we thus fail to be humans who love we don't naturally love others or God and we have to fight that urge that is our calling to fight that urge to give in and rebel and be angry and fearful and we are called to love it's really it seems simple i know it's not obviously there's wars there's famine there's all this insanity in the world today as a result of this but it seem it should be easy guys and the reason it should be easy is because jesus came to save us and that was truly good news it truly was the good news a truly sinless, Jesus was a truly sinless human who did not fail to honor, worship, and love people and God. He did not sin, and he was killed for that. We killed him for that.
Those who act Christ-like get killed <laughs> by those who refuse to live Christ-like. Those who love are rejected and shunned and outcast by those who hate. It's, I don't know if I'm speaking, preaching to the choir here, if that's obvious, you know, or if that's blowing your mind right now. But um, that's the reality we live in, is you are called to be Christ-like, you are called, called to be sinless, even though it's in our nature. And those who reject it, you can see it. You can see the fear and the anger in them. And those who aren't, those who are who answer the calling and choose to love, you can see it too. You can see it and you can feel it. You can feel that embrace when you hug someone who's truly a loving person, who's been a born-again Christian. Um, 1 Peter 2.22 says, um, and I'm going to paraphrase this and skip a little bit, so sorry if it's not exact, guys, but um, 1 Peter 2.22 says, He committed no sin, yet he carried our sins in his body on the cross, so that we might die to our sins and live to do what is right. Uh, Jesus was perfect, and that was all so we could and can be perfect ourselves. We have sin in our nature, and we look to the Bible, the truth of the Gospels and the Bible, and the life that was Christ here on earth, to be an example of how to love, how to love each other, and how to love God. And it's time you answer that call. <laughs> if you're wondering why you can't love each other, why you're not feeling love from others, why you're constantly angry and stressed out and fearful and making excuses for being a good person and a loving person, Pick up that gospel, man. Pick up the gospels. <laughs> Start reading the New Testament. It'll really, truly open your eyes and blow your mind in a good way. Um, I wanted to touch on this. Um, again, anyone in the chat who comes in, shoot me questions, and I'll answer them here. I try to answer them as I go. If not, I'll get to them at the end here. Uh, but, yeah, a couple weeks ago after the Super Bowl, um, that Super Bowl, that disgraceful Super Bowl halftime show, um, I got into multiple conversations on social media and in real life about people just kind of justifying it, people just blindly trying to make degeneracy, general degeneracy, normal, seem normal or socially acceptable, and almost putting the burden on someone who's questioning it to prove why... You know, women shaking their asses on poles and people dressed up in bondage and putting little children in cages and having them shake their, you know, leg, their, their uh, short, short <laughs> revealing outfits around, you know, how somehow I have to defend myself for calling that poor taste. <laughs> um, whatever, you know, I'm over it. I don't really care that much. I just in general have an opinion that it was gross and... People just seem to be responding a lot. I got it multiple times that, um, you know, Jesus was hanging out with the hoes and the sinners himself. Oh, well, who are you to judge? You know, Jesus, your God, your God, Jesus, was the one who was hanging out with prostitutes, you know. And in general, I mean, these are people who haven't answered God's calls and are trying to tell us who have what he's saying. So people who aren't even picking up the phone to hear the message, trying to tell those of us who have what the message is and it's almost laughable i mean it really is almost laughable these non-believers are either mocking our lord out of fear and anger within themselves or they are confused and lost in their suffering here on earth 
These non-believers act as if Jesus was some degenerate himself, as if his association with degenerates served no real purpose in an attempt to justify their own sins and degeneracy. In general, Jesus wasn't just chilling with the outcasts. He wasn't hanging out with heathens and degenerates and sinners. He was, in fact, teaching them. He was correcting their past behavior and showing them how to repent for what they did so that they may know and love God again. He was taking those who stranded away from the path and bringing them towards him, towards the righteous, good graces of our Lord. Um, it's pretty easy to see when you accept Christ as your Lord and Savior and you understand that he's guiding you along the righteous path. It's easy to see that. Those who stray can still be brought back in and brought back into line. And those who are off of the path, who enjoy living out here in their heathenistic degeneracy and enjoy their lusts or, you know, and have their material pleasures and all that kind of stuff, or are just confused and lost and blind and slaves to their sins, um, those people can't understand that. They don't see that. They say things like, Jesus was just hanging out with the hoes. And it's like, yeah, when you're on the path and you see people who are off of it, you can understand why someone would want to bring them back on to the straight and narrow path. Um, Jesus is the messianic king who brings God's blessing to all of humanity, like all of humanity. That was his purpose, not just the Jews, not just the Gentiles, not just the outcasts, not just the sinners, not just the righteous, but all of them, all races, all genders, everyone was being called to come to God's kingdom. Uh, he sacrificed himself so that we may be saved. And we're going to talk a little bit about the book of Luke. I'm going to read a little bit from the book of Luke because I think it's important. It's one of my favorite books of the Bible now um, that I've been really truly studying it and digging into it. But in the book of Luke, uh, Jesus quotes Isaiah 61, 1 through 2. You know, chapter 61, verse 1 through 2. And he says, the spirit of the Lord God is on me because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. And remember that. Remember the poor. Because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim, pro proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners. The poor, the poor, that Jesus is referring to here are the sick, the outcasts, the slaves, the starving, and the degenerates. It wasn't just the financially, <laughs> the people who didn't have enough coins in their pockets. It was all of those deemed in that era of time to be not righteously Jewish, not in the society that was um, Jew, like Judea that was enslaved by the Romans. And again, I'll just say the poor that he's referring to are the sick, the outcasts, the slaves, the starving, and the degenerates. Those who were deemed socially outcasted by God. Um, Jesus then chooses to heal, revive, and then welcomes in even tax collectors and prostitutes so that he can restore and reverse entire life circumstances through forgiveness and repentance. He sets this example for him by performing miracles and just kind of spit in the truth, you know. 
he shows us the path of how to come back into his flock and find the green pastures that he is trying to lead us to and show us exist. Um, he's not just hanging out. <laughs> he's not leaving the path and going and hanging out with the hose, guys. And it's never too late for forgiveness and repentance. That's the key. When you're sick, when you're dead, when you're dying, when you're working for the Romans as a tax collector, when you've given up your body for money many times in your life, it's never too late to return to Christ, to return to the God, God, God's good graces and God's favor and become sinless. And it all starts with repentance. Truly all starts with repentance and carries on through forgiveness. It's never too late, guys. It really is truly never too late. That's the beauty of it all. <laughs> it's the beauty of God's grace. Jesus isn't just hanging out with the sinners. He's inviting them into the healing power of God's kingdom. Um... I don't know. It's kind of funny listening to people say those arguments. It's almost laughable because it's like you're so lost. You're so lost or you're just so in denial of, of what's right. Um, and I don't know how to really help you other than this. <laughs> other than maybe you're tuning into this and listening to me explain this. Because um, your fear and anger is leading you to death here and after. Um, no one's actually talking in the chat even though I can see you guys here. Uh, but thanks for tuning in. Again, Berserker, thanks for the lemons. I appreciate that. Um, last week, thanks to, or two weeks ago, because I took last week off, um, thanks to um, Dutcher Americaner, I think it's German-American, for the lemons as well. I appreciate that, even though I don't really know how much it is or how to cash it out or anything. <laughs> I think it's like pennies. I don't really know if it's a lot of money, but thank you. So appreciate it. Appreciate the thought. And more importantly, I just appreciate your time. And anyone watching this at a later date, I also appreciate your time and your patience with me. And, uh, yeah, if you do have corrections or if you have letters or topics you want me to cover, um, send it to my P.O. box. That's S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y. My name's Sean Corey. And you can send me things to my P.O. box, 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee. If you disagree with what I'm saying and you want to correct me, I will read your letter on air and be corrected. I'm willing to be proven wrong. And if you have questions for me, I'll answer them on stream. If you have artwork that you want me to hang up in my house, send them to me. If you have like laundry baskets, you can send me <laughs> or shelves for my, uh, for my clothes. Or if you have candles, send me some candles, some dope candles. Uh, again, I have pumpkin spice and vanilla. And my dad makes candles, and he sent me one for Christmas that's lavender. But I'm saving it because it's small. I don't want to actually burn it. I kind of want to save it. You know, it's a little more meaningful. But if you have candles, send me candles. I'll, I'll, I'll light them up in the background of my next stream. Uh, but more importantly, artwork. Artwork or literature or corrections or insights you have, send them to my P.O. Box. Again, Sean Corey, P.O. Box, 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee. But I want to read this. It's going to might, might be a little bit. Bear with me, guys. I'm, I'm reading this. You can follow along if you have a Bible with you ready um, on your phone. But I'm going to read Luke 15. It's uh, three parables and a really deep meaning behind it all. And I think it applies to what I'm talking about. 
we covered this in a Bible study group I'm in, and they did a much better job explaining things <laughs> um, and had much more in-depth stories and explanations about what was going on. But I'm going to do my best here, but I'm going to start by reading it. So um, this is, again, Luke 15. It's in the New Testament. Uh, in the Gospels, it's a beautiful book overall, but this chapter especially is awesome. So here we go. Luke 15, all the tax collectors and sinners were approaching to listen to him, and the Pharisees and scribes were complaining. This man welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them this parable. What man among you who has a hundred sheep and loses one of them does not leave the ninety-nine in the open field and go after the lost one until he finds it? When he has found it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders, and coming home, he calls to his friends and neighbors together, saying to them, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. I tell you, in the same way, there will be many, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous people who don't need repentance. Or what woman who has ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp? sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it when she finds it she calls her friends and neighbors together saying rejoice with me because i have found the silver coin i lost i tell you in the same way there is joy in the presence of god's angels over one sinner who repents he also said a man had two sons the younger of them the man has two sons the younger of them said to his father father give me the share of the estate i have coming to me so he distributed the assets to the, to him not many days later the younger son gathered together all he had and traveled to a distant country where he squandered his estate in foolish living he after he had spent everything a severe famine struck that country and he had nothing then he went to work for one of the citizens of that country who sent him into his fields to feed pigs he longed to eat his fill from the pods that the pigs were eating, but no one would give him anything. When he came to his senses, he said, How many of my father's hired workers have more than enough food, and here I am dying of hunger? I'll get up, go to my father, and say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired workers. So he got up and went to his father. But while the son was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion. He ran, threw his arms around his neck, and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father told his servants, Quick, bring out the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Then bring the fattened calf and slaughter it. And let's celebrate with a feast. Because the son of mine, this son of mine, was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is now found. So they began to celebrate. Now his older son was in the field. As he came near the house, he heard music and dancing. So he summoned one of the servants, servants, questioning what these things meant. Your brother is here, he told them, and your father has slaughtered the fattened calf because he has had him back safe and sound. Then he became angry and didn't want to go in. So his father came out and pleaded with him. But he replied to his father, Look, I have been slaving many years for you, and I have never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me a goat so that I could celebrate with my friends. 
But when this son of yours came, who has devoured your assets with prostitutes, you slaughtered the fattened calf for him. Son, the father said to him, you are always with me, and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and rejoice because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is now found. And I love that. Thanks for bearing with me. Thanks for still being here. <laughs> if you are still here. Um, that end, the end just kind of makes it all. And I want to explain a little bit of the parables. But what is dead may come alive again. What's lost can still be found. It's never too late. And even the one, even the one being found is worthy of praise. In the parables, in the first parable, all everyone rejoices for what was found and what was saved. In the second parable, the heavens rejoice for what was found and what was saved, all the angels in the heavens. And in the third, the father, not the brother, but the father rejoices for what was found and what was saved. Um, what I took out of it in general, I'm sure there's a lot to be taken out of it. That's kind of the idea of parables is what it, what it applies to you in your life and how it teaches you in your life to be a better person and come and find God. But what I took out of it is that we are all sinners in need of salvation. All of us, we naturally reject and rebel against the love of our creator and we must repent and ask for forgiveness to be born again and to find our God's good grace and that it's never too late. It truly is never too late. No matter what you've done, you can always repent for it, and you're always given a chance to make up for it. You're given a chance to prove yourself again. God's mercy and grace is everything, and Jesus' sacrifice makes us worthy of the forgiveness and the salvation of God. We may love again. We are called to love again. The Gospels teach us compassion, salvation, and redemption, Nothing is beyond or out of reach from God's grace. And we as humans, we have a choice. We can always repent and forgive. We can return to God now. And he is waiting for you. He's waiting for you to answer or return those calls, guys. He really is. And um, that's kind of all I wanted to say in general. Um, I'll, again, I'm going to read my whole life story and my testimony of coming to and finding God and the word of Christ and the logos of the Bible next week. Um, you can find that as a blog on my on my website, or you can listen to me do it as a live stream or as a replay on my BitChute or YouTube channel. But you'll hear about my life, just how lost I was, how broken I was, how much sin I committed, um, how I ran away from the calls of God for years, um, how I knew he was calling to me, and how I just kept hitting ignore. <laughs> I just kept hitting ignore, silent, silent mode, silent mode, ignore, I'll answer that later. And how finally just giving in and answering it truly saved me and truly blessed me in so many ways. And how much better my life is now that I'm in the flock, on the path, being led to the green pastures. And I'm the living testimony of it. I'm the living proof that God saves, that it truly does save, and that it's truly never too late. Um, if an asshole like me, <laughs> if a little degenerate shithead like me can turn his life around, it's not too late for you guys to either. Um, so uh, I will be done with a serious note and answer chat questions if you guys have any. 
Um, I see some people here. Thank you, Ben Shapiro Sucks. <laughs> Thank you, Ben Shapiro Sucks, for tuning in. Um, daily reminder that the Daily Wire and Ben Shapiro suck butt. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, in general, again, you can send me questions, comments, letters, topics, questions, art for my wall. If you have art for my wall or you have uh, candles, I keep doing this wrong. If you have any candles you want to send me, um, I have pumpkin spice, so don't send me that flavor. And I have vanilla, so don't send me that flavor. But if you have some candles to send me or uh, some artwork you want me to hang up on my wall, again, I'm, it's Sean Corey, S-E-A-N-C-O-R-Y, and P.O. Box 330-172, Nashville, Tennessee, 37203. And if you have books or like any corrections or insights you want to send me, feel free to do that. You can stream here. If you're not streaming live, you can catch me live every Thursday night. Um, again, next week is going to be Friday, I think. My life story and testimony is going to be on Friday next week. Um, that should be the 20th or the 21st. I think it's going to be 6 or 7 p.m. Central Time. You can catch it live, dlive.tv slash Planet. There's a little chat room here. If you're not familiar with DLive, there's a chat room. You can shoot me like texts and questions live, um, or you can send me lemons. <laughs> I don't really get what the lemons are. I just know they're like money of some kind, um, but I have no idea what to do with them. I don't. How do you spend them? I don't, what do you buy with a lemon? Um, but you can do that. You can send me the stuff I don't know what to do with um, there. Um, shout out Berserker Bear for donating the lemons. I don't know what to do with, but uh, thank you. Appreciate it. And. Um, yeah, again, live streams Thursday nights. Next week is Friday, but every Thursday night in the future, uh, dlive.tv slash Planet. You can catch all these replays, all of my replays, and all of the live streams I've ever done on my BitChute channel. That's bitshoot.com slash SeanVPlanet, S-E-A-N-V-P-L-A-N-E-T. And you can find me on my YouTube channel, but you do have to search for me specifically because YouTube has shadow banned me because they are run by Satan and they don't like the truth or the gospels being preached or emphasized or um, recommended very much. That's for sure. And you can catch all my audio podcasts. They're a little different than my live stream if you don't like the biblical stuff. Um, it's a lot much more like comedic based. I have a, a podcast called That's Offensive with Comedians. I have a podcast called Hashtag John Fights the Internet with internet personalities and political minded people or conspiracy minded people. And I have another podcast called Talk About Art, where I interview mu musicians and artists. And all of those are going to be picked up. I haven't been doing them a lot lately because I have moved from California. I escaped California and moved to the great state of Tennessee. I'm now a Tennessean, officially. I uh, have vested interest in a home, <laughs> a driver's license, and I will be paying taxes soon to the great state of Tennessee. I'm a Tennis Tennessean, Tennesseanan. Um, but yeah, now, now that I'm kind of settled in and, you know, getting things really, really moving and grooving over here, um, I'm going to be doing a lot more podcast streams. And if you know people that you want me to interview for my podcast, if you know musicians, artists, comedians, or just like interesting, funny, political minded, conspiracy minded people, send them my way. Um, SeanVPlanet at gmail.com for booking information and all that kind of stuff. But you can catch all those on my podcast channel stream, the audio-only podcast stream on Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Plus. I mean, I'm sorry, Google Podcasts. 
again, that's Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts. And you can find all my blogs and all my links and stuff on SeanVPlanet.com. And, again, thank you guys for tuning in. I appreciate it. I don't see any questions, but thank you guys for tuning in. I can see you guys joining and adding and sending me lemons and stuff. I appreciate that. And thank you for anyone tuning in later on. I appreciate you guys putting up with my lectures and my lessons plans. Um, this has been a lot of stuff on my mind lately, and I'm just kind of collectively putting it into a little presentation for you. And as always, just keep the faith, stay loyal, be hopeful. Really just focus on doing those three things in your everyday life, and you'll be showered with blessings. You truly will. I'm a living example of it. I truly am. And in general, just, you know, be good, do good, love and be loved. Sounds easy. It sounds easy. <laughs> it's not so easy in, in practice. But it, just be good, do good, love and be loved. God will reward you. He truly will. So thanks again for tuning in. I appreciate it. I'll be back next Friday. Again, I think it's the 20th or the 21st. I'm going to be giving my whole life story and testimony. And, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a little embarrassing, uh, a little juicy and spicy, and very informative. If you have questions about who I am or what, what my life has been like, where I'm from, or what I've been up to my whole life, and just the recent changes and the move I just made, and everything in between. So, yeah, thank you again. Um, I'm Sean Corey. Thanks again for tuning in.